right, everybody, welcome to our podcast. You guys know my voice, Sarah Frazier, from the Mansion Murders podcast that we did, a seven-part series. And today, I get to introduce you to Bob Barnard, who also is a reporter here at Fox 5. And we are introducing you to a new true crime podcast that Bob is doing. Love this. I am so excited about this. Well, and we've all been excited about, uh, you know, the interest that the Mansion Murders case has has generated. Yes. Uh, Beyond been, anybody's expectations, I'm sure. Yeah, and and our viewers reacted just so strongly to it, of course, because the case is won and, um, you know, we're sort of on a break now. We're waiting for the trial to happen of Darren Went in September 2018 is when it's still set for. But that case was so fascinating because there are so many, you know, leads you can follow. There's so many questions in that case that still remain. And I think our viewers were so captivated by it. Absolutely. And that's kind of where we are with this case. Yes. We're talking about the disappearance of two children from uh, suburban Maryland, Montgomery County, Maryland, Sarah and Jacob Hoggle. Yeah. So tell us, because we're really doing this podcast today because you guys have been so loyal and so good to um, to the Mansion Murder podcast and true crime. So we are introducing you to Bob and this new one that we want you to listen to, get engaged with. So tell tell us, Bob, all about it. What's well, this story? Well, it's, it's very similar to the Mansion Murders in that where it is now is there's there's someone who's been charged with two counts of first degree murder, but uh, there's no trial date really because uh, the person accused of murdering little Sarah and Jacob Hoggle is their mother. And she is locked up, but in a, a psychiatric hospital in Maryland, charged with two counts of murder, but she suffers from mental illness. She has uh, suffered from paranoid schizophrenia for years. And she, according to the doctors at this Clifton T. Perkins Hospital in uh, Jessup, Maryland, near the, the men's and women's prisons up there, the state prisons, okay. she's just not mentally competent right now because of her mental illness to stand trial. She's got to be in a position to kind of help uh, lead her defense. She's not said, yes, I did the murders. Wow. She's not making a plea deal she's charged with murders and, and she's just not in a position right now for the state of maryland for the prosecutors from montgomery county to take her to court to to, to try her for these murders of these two little children two of her mm. three children who went missing three and a half years ago i was going to say so bob this is another case that just captivated the dc area right Absolutely. and happened in maryland so give us the premise of when this story happened, how big was it when it broke? Oh, it was huge. It was September 2014. And now, fast okay. forward now, I mean, we're reporting missing people all the time on the news. And usually, within a day of us putting a story on the air, they've been found. Even if, like, they're considered critically missing, you'll get the FBI involved. And yet, they're found. They've been reunited. Everything's right. fine. This happened in September of 2014, three and a half years ago. And these two little children, ages two and three, have never been found. They're gone. And it it was big news I right know. when it happened because of the mother's mental illness and she wasn't really supposed to have sole custody of, of her two children. The children's father, who had never married Catherine, but they had three children together. These are the two youngest children. The, mm -hmm. the oldest of the three children was then five, is now nine, and he's doing well. And never disappeared, but the two youngest ones disappeared separately. And because of the mother's mental illness and the fact that she came home without the kids, 
it was reported by their father to the police. The right. police turned to the media and said, help us, community, help us. We have two missing kids, last seen with their mother who suffers from mental illness. She's here saying, oh, I kind of left them with a friend or I put them at a right. daycare. So there were these early stories that, that she was telling the police that made them very concerned that uh, I don't think she gave them to a friend. I don't think they're at a daycare. I think something bad happened. So within hours, it was put out into the media that, hey, someone's come to us reporting two children missing. We want your help, local communities. Right. Keep an eye out. The mother was missing for a time initially, too. After they went to the police, she disappeared. And wow. so now it was huge because you had these two little kids missing. No one ever thought that trace. three and a half years. Right. Gone. I mean, they have no. never found, Not if I recall thing. this story, they've never, they've never found like a blanket. They've never found a, right? They've found like Not literally nothing. Not a piece of clothing, not and not even a wow. witness to say, I think I saw her with them, and I think they were headed here or headed there, and I recall that. It's it's a great mystery. It's a nagging mystery yeah. that haunts the father, haunts the family, has haunted mm. the police and prosecutors and people who are familiar with this case. And so, like you did with the Mansion murders, we thought we need to spend a little more time on this case. It's been on the news, these two or three minute uh, news segments that we do. Right. But we wanted to like really, really lean into this, talking to all the key players and see what we can do with it. So who are some of those key players that we're gonna hear from in much more depth than we ever have before? Absolutely. Troy Turner is, is the first you'll hear from. He's the okay. father of the two missing children. Okay. Uh, was never married to Catherine, but they had this family together. And he has been, you know, all over the news recently, even in People Magazine. He's been on oh, wow. the Dr. Oz show. He has been out there from day one advocating for the safe return of his children, even though over time he's he's sadly come to the realization that more than likely they are dead and he wants to return them, mm. you know, give them a proper burial, you know, give them some closure. I mean, because, right. yeah, this is tormenting for Troy, but really the focus is on these two little children. You know? Yeah. My God, what happened to these two kids? They deserved a life and they didn't get it. We also spoke with the head of uh, the major crimes division for uh, Montgomery County Police, Darren Frank, who early on was out there, you know, helping to lead the, uh, the efforts to get the community behind searches and look in your backyards and do you have a shed? Keep, keep an eye out. Have you seen anything? He's been out there. Again, you hear him and, and maybe you get a question or two with him when there's either been a, right. a, an alleged New sighting or a court or, yeah. hearing. But we actually sit down with Darren for quite a bit and really get into the nitty gritty of what happened in those initial hours and yeah. those initial days that nobody's ever heard before. And then also John McCarthy, who's the uh, uh, state's attorney in Montgomery County. I know. Been in the job for a dozen years, out there all the time on TV, great passionate advocate for all kinds of uh, uh, things uh, and, and mainly justice for victims. And he's he will prosecute this case when it actually goes to court. Um, and we speak to him at length. Wow. And then we also brought in uh, Catherine's attorney. We can't talk to her, we'd love to, but you know right. she's sequestered up at the state mental hospital. And so her attorney who's been there advocating for her in court and gotten a lot of scorn for, you know, I guess basically uh, putting her rights ahead of the children in, in some of the critics' wow. uh, opinion. But he's like, hey, what stands now is she's charged with murder and I'm representing her yeah. charged with murder. In his mind, it's not about let's go out and find the kids. 
but people are like, well, she knows. She's the only one who knows. Let's get to her. Well, we get to her attorney, right. uh, David Felson, who's great and, you know, kind of represents her side of things when a lot of people think, you know, put her hand over a flame and get her to talk. Right. But you can't do that. And then we also have spoken to and interviewed at length a, a, a criminal psychologist who had worked at this same hospital. This, I'm fascinated uh, by Perkins this because this is a yes. twist. Yeah. Right, because like, hey, could she be faking it? And, you know, what are they doing to try to get her mm. mentally stable enough to defend herself and go to trial? So a lot of good, great quality interviews with good people, the key players and others. And, you know, hopefully people will find it fascinating and informing and intriguing and satisfying. And why, like with the Savopolis story, for me, so many elements per spoke to me personally, right? You know, they they were wealthy, they looked like they had it all on the outside. Um, and then of course, once you peel back the layer of that family, you realize there's a lot more going sure. on. And of course, you know, how is someone held in their home hostage for 19 hours? They don't notify anybody. Could someone have done it alone? Could someone have really done it alone? There were so many things that kind of, you know, sucked me in or, or really had me questioning. Why for you this story? Well, I think you just think of the two little kids. I mean, are, mm. are they out there in the cold? Initially, we thought maybe they're alive. Maybe they are with someone that she knew or at, I mean, not a, the story she gave the father was put at a daycare, but that, that vanished pretty quickly. So they're not at a daycare, but maybe they are with someone who didn't realize that these kids right. are missing. But because you, and I've covered these kinds of stories, yeah, sadly, yeah. Uh, so many of them for so long, my thought initially was that these kids are dead and where are they? And they deserve to be found mm -hmm. and buried and loved a little bit more before they're, right. you know, laid to rest. Um, so it's because of that, the fact that they are these two little kids who completely vanished and are probably somewhere in our midst and eventually they'll be found. There was a case, uh, Michelle Dorr was a girl, a six-year-old girl who went missing from her Silver Spring neighborhood many years ago oh, wow. and it took like six years and they finally they had an idea who killed her he finally led the police and they found her body buried in like a, like along the side of route 29 in silver spring and i thought oh my god how many times have i driven, driven by, by that and there was that missing girl that had been in the news for all those years and we drove right by her and had no idea and so with wow. this case, I, I thought about that case, that these two little kids are probably somewhere that someone has driven by, we've driven by, walked past, and they're just out of sight. I don't want them out of mind. They aren't out of mind for the people who, who loved them and, and uh, cared about them. But it was just one of those stories that just, I, because we'd cover another court case or another search, and I thought, this thing is just, wow, it's just too much. And when, you did so wonderfully with the mansion murders. I thought, hey, let's do something. Let's lean into this more. Let's let's see what we can do because these two little it. kids. That's yes. a really good point. And so it's just one of those stories that because it it it's not closed. It's not right. solved. It's a it's a a mystery, according to the prosecutors and police, a murder mystery. And if there's anything we could do to help bring it closer to being solved, wow. let's try. That's amazing, Bob. Um, when does your podcast drop? When it, can we look for this? Early April. Okay. So right after spring break and Easter for everybody. So just stay tuned. It'll be uh, coming uh, 
here the first days of April. And people can be looking, um, we are keeping the Mansion Murder podcast, uh, Facebook group, excuse me, alive, and that's that's ongoing. So if you want to get updates on Bob's um, podcast, you can just follow us on Facebook. It's called the Mansion Murders Fox 5, because we're gonna have updates. You and I are sure. gonna jump on a Facebook Live as we get closer to the release date for your true crime podcast. Um, so please be sure to follow us there. Where can people follow you personally to kind of see more? I'm sure you'll be putting out on your social media updates. I don't usually put my home address dress out there. Oh. <laughs> Sorry. Oh, you don't? Okay. I work here at Fox 5. Okay. No. Well, um, you might want to come visit you. You're a very interesting man. I'll, I'll serve you some soup. Yeah. Um, <laughs> and a grilled cheese sandwich. Okay. No. Uh, Sounds good. On Twitter, uh, Barnard Fox 5 DC. Okay. And Bob Barnard Fox 5 DC on Facebook. Okay. So I have, those are the two. Um, Instagram, I do some work, some personal, but uh, mainly Twitter and, and on, on Facebook. My name and Fox 5, you'll find me. And uh, that's that's primarily social me social media wise okay. where I can be found. Perfect. Well, Bob, you are a terrific reporter. I've learned so much for you from you. You oh, are so you. well respected here at Fox Five. I mean, people adore you out out on the street. Your work is terrific. So I am so excited oh, to you. hear this. Um, you guys who have been listening to the Mansion Murder, be sure to follow Bob Barnard. Be sure to be looking for your podcast because it's really going to be terrific. And and like I said, you know, you are so admired. So I Thank can't you, wait Sarah. to to hear it. We're putting some passion into this, and, and I hope it uh, pays off and, and people will tune in. Perfect. Um, you guys also be following our iTunes page. That's where Bob is going to be releasing his audio boom. That's where we had it, as well as Google Play. Currently, it's under the Mansion Murders, but you're going to see Bob's popping up very soon. Bob, thank you so much. Thank you, Sarah.